Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant School. I'm your host, Michael Razor, here in New York City. Hopefully, you all are having an amazing day today. <clears throat> uh, I sure am. It's warm outside. Uh, thank the Lord that it started warming up, um, you know, this month. Today's episode is, uh, I really wanted to go over pitfalls in real estate or losses or failures. Uh, I mean, that's across the board. There's going to be times where you, where you as a real estate agent or investor work, um, in a capacity where you have a full team. And sometimes when you're in, you're just doing this by yourself and you go to, you think you're closing a deal. You think the deal is going great. And then next thing you know, the person who you were doing a partnering with or doing a deal with uh, falls off the face of the earth, uh, meaning that they fall back on a deal or they don't reach out to you just out of the blue. Uh, This is one of the things that's happened to me in the past, uh, and it happens to everybody that I know at some point or another. Unfortunately, unfortunately, not everybody in this world, you know, is a positive example of proper business etiquette. And then also too, life happens, things happen. Sometimes people don't know how to express it, explain it. Maybe one minute these people had the money to work with you and the next minute they didn't. They may have had to pay the rent uh, that they, where they live uh, and couldn't pay you your commission or uh, they had an emergency, family emergency, and now they have to pay a hospital bill. You are like the last person on their list to get paid. You know, it's like first comes rental mortgage, then comes, you know, electric bill, then comes, you get what I'm saying? So you have to be mindful. Now, there's been times I've worked so hard to close a deal um, and at the last minute things just fell apart that it made me want to fall back on the um, on being in real estate and that's going to happen to you at some point no matter how much you love the industry no matter how much you love real estate there are going to be aspects of the industry that you do not like particularly Uh, You may like showing the properties to the people. You may like discussing the ins and outs of the real estate industry to the people. You may be be an expert at the tax laws, etc. But then when we get in, when we get to the closing table or when it's time to sign paperwork and send documentation, you don't really like that too much, you know, Um, but you got to have a goal. And this is the key. You need to have a goal to accomplish. Do not just frivolously go out there, be in, try to be an investor, try to be an agent, and you don't have a set goal in mind because then you don't know which mark you need to hit, number one. Number two, you're not training your brain at that point to know, hey, this is where I'm trying to go. We need to figure out strategies to get to that point. You understand what I'm saying? Once you figure that out, then you begin to restructure your program. Write it down on a piece of paper, to-do list, how long it may take, 
the, the amount of people you need to uh, show properties to. And this is the, the other thing. Write down from your experience, especially if you guys are beginners as agents, I want you to write down the average. And what I mean by the average is I want you to write down the average amount of people uh, you show properties to during the week. The average, right? Then I want you to, to look at under that average. I want you to put under that average how many advertisements you had to put out before you receive this many calls, uh, three or four calls a day, five calls a day, seven emails, that kind of thing, right? I want you to do that. And then I want you out of all those, how many of those people actually closed the deal? You actually received the check in your hand uh, with your name on it, with your company's name on it, or with the brokerage's name on it that uh, that's sponsoring you. This is going to put you in a whole other perspective on real estate, in the real estate game. I didn't know this to start. I didn't even know it was an average. Go ahead and pick up the book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. They kind of go over that a little bit there in, in that book, Okay. It's a long book. It goes into detail about different uh, business owners in real estate and then and how they uh, manage to structure their system so that they can see uh, a greater progression. That and this goes across the board. A board. If you're studying for your for an exam or you know you're going to do something specific, how long does it take for your body to get acclimated with that particular system? For you to start doing really well. How long does it take for you to study in order for you to actually grasp the concept that you're learning? This goes into real estate. How much studying do you have to do in order for you to be the best and go out there and do the best? Now, I'm not saying for you to just study your, your eyes out. I want you to be active as well. Go out there, be active. It's very important that you actually do the things that you learn, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're learning to do. When you do the things you're learning to do, your brain begins to work. Okay. The most important thing at that point, at the point of you um, knowing how many people it takes for you to close and how many advertisements it takes for you to get the clients and how many average clients it takes for, um, for you to close the deal will show you how much work you need to get done in that particular area uh, that you're working or doing the business. It's called the averages. If you need six people and you only have three, then that means you have to double up on your advertisements. You have to double up on your cold calls. You have to double up on everything that you're doing to get those extra three clients per, uh, per month or per week or what have you. But remember the snowball, once the snowball hits, 
and it begins to uh, flow downhill, meaning like it begins to get bigger for you, more clientele, you have to implement a system that's going to work for that. You can no longer try to do everything by yourself because if you do, then you're going to lose clientele. You don't want to lose clientele. Obviously, you have a vetting process. You have to make sure that the client is not just throwing you around just to see properties here and there, so on and so forth. You know, that's why you ask for a pre-approval letter. It's not a problem. If you haven't done it yet, now's the time to do it. That's why you're listening to this. Okay? So, the point is, Get over the pitfalls. Sometimes it, it, it may feel as though Mike Tyson put, punched you in the jaw. Or, you know, you've gotten into an accident or something like that. Meaning that's an example of how it feels when you are doing a deal and, they, and it falls through after all your hard work. Sometimes it feels that way. Sometimes it doesn't. But if you keep in mind that end goal... If you keep in mind that specific goal, oh, I want to make a million dollars a year starting this date, you know, I want to, you know, I want to purchase my first BMW or I want to, you know, build real estate, develop real estate in this particular neighborhood, you go and you find the strategies to do that. And then, no matter the pitfalls, you keep going till you get to that point. Make sure you have mentors, like I've said before, to help you out in the journey. Okay? So, that's going to be it for the show. Ten minutes in. I'm Mike Razor. Go ahead and check out the realestateconfidantschool.com. Email us at info at the real estate We'll be happy to to help you. Um, Follow us, like and follow us on Instagram at the real estate confidant. And that's it. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Have a good day.